0: This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead.
1: Welcome to IA Forward. And Shane, for the last few weeks, we've been talking primarily to agency owners. But we have a large part of our audience that are producers that are wanting to start their own agency. So we're going to go over some stuff today that is very specialized toward them. But if you're an agency owner... You know we're going to wander all over the place so stay tuned we're going to have stuff for
0: you too. I actually love this topic and there are just a ton of individuals out there in agencies and producer land who have the skill set, have the capability and really have the desire and I think that's a big big part of what we were kind of born out of both in our agency group and now in IE Forward and what we talk about. So many Many of our agents came from a producing role at an exclusive organization, an exclusive agency, and it's just that whole concept of dreaming, setting off on your own, and just that entrepreneurial spirit that comes with who a producer is at its core.
1: The biggest thing I think that holds people back from leaving that role of being a producer and moving on to Uh, entrepreneurship and owning their agency is fear. And let's talk about that. But I also want us to really dig deep into how to leave. Because I think that's really the hardest part of this is if you're financially successful, if you enjoy your job, you really like the person that you're working for, it's tough to walk away into the unknown. And so many people don't want to hurt the person that they're working for because they have been. And so good to them. So to me, that's a big thing that I want to talk about today is how do you leave gracefully to keep that relationship positive, but still be able to do what's best for
0: you? I want to be very, very sensitive to the agency owners around this topic as well. I am an agency owner. I do have producers that are employees that are commission-based producers. And so I am super sensitive to that. This isn't an advertisement for everyone that that's a producer in every agency to leave and go start your own agency. I don't think it's a perfect fit or match for everyone. I recently had some conversations around this with a program internally that we have for our retail sales executives. And some of the conversations have gone down this path of it is there for you to spin off and start an agency if you want to, but you don't have to. And those sales executives, producers, that's what we call them, sales executives, they were relieved. They were happy. They didn't want to leave. But let's say it is for you. There's two different situations. Are you in a working relationship with your agency owner as a producer where you have open dialogue, where you have shared your long-term dreams and goals? If you're not in that type of relationship and it hasn't been like that in the beginning or your agency owner that you work for is more of a controlling situation and you don't feel like it's an approachable situation, that is completely different than the situation where a producer has this open dialogue and has shared long-term goals and dreams of owning an agency and so forth. When you think about that, the natural instinct is, is that every agency owner is going to clam up, so to speak, and try to put a lot of obstacles in the path of a producer leaving, etc. When you think about this, there are toxic relationships and toxic environments, and then there are non-toxic, great environments. If you're in a toxic environment, then that's probably a bad environment that you don't plan on staying in regardless. What I would say as just getting this out on the table right off the bat is honor your commitments, and that's really critical. You agreed to something, and you agreed to terms, you agreed to compensation, you agreed to a scenario, and you have performed, and you should honor that. You should not make a part of your exit strategy and a part of your new agency development opportunity that you might want to step out on your own with this idea that you you're going to AOR or just take your book with you. I think it's reasonable to approach the agency owner about the purchase of your book of business. Would they be willing to sell you the book of business you've purchased? And all of this centers around, do you have a contract? What does the contract say? What did y'all agree to up front if this were to occur?
1: Agency owners, we told you that we were going to talk to you in this one. So, so I'm going to go there. Most agency owners don't have this conversation up front. Most agency owners, when hiring producers, hire someone because they are desperate. And these conversations don't take place.
0: First and foremost, have the conversation, have it up front. However, since there's probably nothing there, well, then I think it's relevant as a producer, in a step here to broach the conversation. Okay, I would like to talk to you. I would like to, at some point, start my own insurance agency. How do you feel about that? Would there be an opportunity to purchase my book? And let me say this, producers, if there's nothing there that specifically talks about who owned the business or anything of that nature, get the chip off your shoulder and just understand that the agency that you're working for owns that business. I just think it is the right thing to do to honor the commitment that was made either intentional or whether in writing, whether verbally, whether assumed, it always falls back to that agency and that agency owner is the owner of the expiration. So you produced the business, you were a producer, you were compensated, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you owned that business that you produced unless you have a producer contract that says that specifically.
1: We're not saying that some of that business might not follow you because it might. But we have said this over and over in that insurance is a very small world. And if you don't do right by your previous employer when you're starting your own agency, that could follow you for a really long time.
0: It can. And I'll give you one scenario. Let's kind of stick with this idea that you are a producer at an exclusive agency or a producer at an organization, a direct carrier. Well, more than likely, there's not going to be this future Future purchase opportunity. Those exclusive agency owners, they to sell that business to another exclusive agency owner, or they have to sell that book back to the exclusive carrier that they work with. Uh, so you don't have that issue. However, what you don't want to do is you don't want to create this environment where you picked a fight with an exclusive carrier legal team, and you set up some kind of path for having that prior agency owner that you work for, but come upset with you, uh, report that out to the field manager. And then the next thing you know, you've got legal teams from Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies, not insurance carriers, but corporations that have decided to make your life miserable.
1: In other words, what we're saying is if you go up against all state state farmer farmers, they're going to win nine times out of 10. They've just got more money. That's
0: right. It's just the way it is. And so don't go there. It's not reasonable. It's not something you should do. I don't think you have to do this. You probably have a non-compete or a non-piracy agreement. Let's say non-piracy or non-solicitation because I don't like to even recognize non-competes. They're silly. They don't hold up in court, etc.
1: And the FTC is saying they don't
0: exist anymore anyway. So that's right. Let's talk about non-solicitation and non-piracy. Those are going to stick honor them. Have your business plan set up and around new referrals, new referral opportunities, business lead opportunities coming from the new business. Eventually, after those non-piracy, non-solicitation agreements have run their course at some point in the future, if a customer comes to you from a prior life, well, then you're clear and you're fine and you're not going to run into the legal battle. You just have to make sure that you've done what you needed to do to honor that commitment. And that's why I say, first and foremost, honor your commitments.
1: You may even want to have your attorney draw up a document to have this client sign, acknowledging the fact that you did not try to steal them away that they came to you. Just a little CYA there for you in case there's a challenge.
0: There's a lot of business out there. You're going to move into the choice model. Don't trip over these pennies. And that's what I would call them at this stage. You're thinking about doing this for the long haul. Don't make the first two or three years of doing this painful.
1: As an agency group, we've actually had this conversation with some of our partner agents before that they come to us and they say, hey, my top producer is wanting to leave, wanting to become an Integra agent. They may not have even been really happy about it. And those are some difficult conversations that we've had. But I think ultimately, what it comes down to. If you're an agency owner and you have a great producer come to you and say, hey, I want to start my own agency. You have an opportunity to be a mentor or to be a booty honey. And that's a difficult decision to make sometime. But if they really want to leave, they're going to leave. So I think as an agency owner, you have an opportunity to support a new generation of independent agents.
0: Yes, you do have this opportunity opportunity uh, as an agency owner to choose your lens. Here's the thing. If this person has this determination, and I'm going to use parent-child analogies here because it makes the most sense in my brain. But if you're an agency owner and you have this producer coming to you, if you do this the right way and this individual steps out on their own, the reality of it is is that it's not guaranteed they're going to have success. It's not guaranteed that they're not going to realize at some point into the future that I really enjoyed being a producer. I'm not really excited about this ownership thing. And you may end up in a situation where they come back to you and you have an opportunity to buy their book, bring them back in. It's not out of the Stretch. If we are joining the niceness revolution and not just becoming a total jerk about it, then there's an opportunity that might happen here. I think we immediately do this thing where we go, how dare them? It's like this threat. And I don't understand why it's that natural response for us as agency owners, but I don't think it should be. There's a lot of business out there. And especially if you're in the independent agency channel, the real threat is the exclusive agency organizations.
1: Let's make the assumption that there is no agreement in place. The producer has decided to leave. They are going to start their own agency. What are our first steps?
0: Let's start with the foundation of honor your commitment. So let's build from there. You've written business. You have a book of business. You're being compensated for that book of business. I need you to make an assessment. Do you have the capital? Are you ready to step away? Because here's the deal. When you do step away, that compensation from that agency, that producing compensation is going to stop. If there's no agreement, they do not have to continue paying you. You have effectively quit. So you're going to lose that compensation. Compensation that you've built up.
1: And don't assume that because you give two weeks, four weeks, six weeks notice that they're going to want you to to have that two week, four week, six week notice because some business owners are going to make the assumption that you're going to spend that time stealing their client information. So make the assumption that the day you turn in your notice will be your last day that you will be compensated.
0: That's correct. You're going to lose system access. You're going to be turned off. And that's why I'm going to encourage you, even though it may backfire on you, I want you to be prepared that you lose access and you lose information if you go to that agency the owner and say, this is what I would like to do. They could react in a way that they get scared and they get nervous that you're going to do something to them and they let you go that day and they shut you down. If there's been zero conversation about this leading up to this moment, then be prepared for that reaction first and foremost, which means you need some capital set aside. You need some savings set aside. You need a way to be able to say, I'm going to take this leap. There will be a leap of faith, but there shouldn't be a faith element of this no planning, right? There shouldn't be this idea that I didn't prepare financially for this. So I need you to work on that first before you take this initial step. Make sure that you can pay some bills for a period of time. I'm going to say, make sure you can pay some bills for six months. Have your 90 day emergency fund set up. Well, I'm going to tell you to have your 180 day emergency fund set up before you take this leap.
1: How many times has it happened that we have had a producer for another independent organization come to us and say I have an agreement in place with my current boss the book is mine I am going to bring this over with me to start my agency and then it blows up at the point that the person turns in their notice because the agreement's not written and then it causes some major issues.
0: It happens a lot especially because there's no written agreement it also happens with a written agreement because what you do is you put third parties in a friction environment that they don't want to be in. And what happens there is you have these agencies that have been around that have carrier contracts, we're going to say from an independent agency standpoint here. And they have carrier contracts and those carriers have great relationships with that agent and the agent has great relationships with the carriers and they've had this long-standing relationship of doing business and now they've got this producer who's wanted to leave and that producer saying, "Well, I own that business. We agreed up front that I was going to own my business, but there's nothing in writing. What happens is the insurance carrier wants to avoid that friction. So they're always going to side with the agency that they have the contract with, not the new prospective agent that they don't have the contract with just yet. And so you have to understand the position of the carrier. They do not like being in a friction situation between agencies and producers. Producers, they just won't do it. They're going to always follow their contract position. And that's just the way it is.
1: And if you are joining a group, have that dialogue. Be honest with the group that you're about to join. These are the challenges that I'm facing leaving. How does that affect me going forward? How can you help me through this? And a lot of times the group will give you some great information to help you out, but you have to be honest upfront about that. And I think if you're going into a new relationship with an organization, honesty wins to go back to our number one core value. But if you let people know that you're having those challenges, then people can help you out.
0: Do not believe or think for a minute that you can hide from a previous relationship and the carrier's not going to discover that. Well, I'm going to go over here to group A and I'm going to try this. And oh, group A didn't give me the answer that I wanted. So I'm going to go to group B. Guess what? It's a small world and it will be discovered. Again, it's just imperative that the dialogue happen, that the honesty happen, because you're not going to be able to just slide in somewhere and avoid all this stuff. And if you're trying to do that, there's a character problem there. If that's your answer, well, then you're already setting out your problem up front. The groups are going to identify you as having a character issue. The carriers are going to identify that. Your previous agency owner. Owner is going to uncover that and now you are going to find yourself on this island that no one wants to work with you and you don't want to start out your world in that type of environment at all. The
1: flip side of that we have an agency owner who is your current employer that is being to use Shane's word a turd and you're trying to leave you're trying to do everything the right way and they start causing a whole bunch of stuff. What do I do if I'm in that situation?
0: Honesty wins And that character on the flip side is going to rise to the top, the lack of character. So I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to be able to know that there is going to be light at the end of the tunnel. For most independent agencies and most producers at independent agencies, things are a little more clear in terms of contracts that are there, producer contracts, etc. When it's an independent agency producer leaving an independent agency, as long as there's clarity about the book of business... That's the muddy water that I've seen in the past. If there's clarity around that, you know, the exit or the opportunity will take care of itself and the character flaws will show up on one side or the other. The bigger issue and the more frequent issue is the producer leaving the direct channel carrier. And I think it generally hinges on they're not going to be a turd about it. They're going to be legal about it. They're going to be contractual about it. And they're going to hold you to their corporate standard. And as long as you are doing things the right way, you're not going to have the problem there. For those that are in an independent agency situation where the owner's being a turd to Tanya's question, you have to have your plan and who you are. And that's going to come out as what's really happening here. And again, it's probably going to come down to fear from that agency owner of you taking the business that you have produced. If you're not financially ready to walk away and make a clean break and start over, then you're probably not ready to start your own agency. You're
1: talking financially. I want to talk emotionally. I have heard producers talk about, you know, I really want to start my own agency. But the agency principal has made such an investment In me of time and training. And I just feel like I owe them so much loyalty that. I can't leave because of what they've invested in me, even though this is really what I want to do. So not only do you have to be ready financially, you have to be ready emotionally to walk
0: away. I'm not the warm and fuzzy guy, so I'm not sure this is going to come across the way I'm thinking in my brain. You're right here in that there is that connection point. There is that feeling of loyalty. And again, it's hard because you're not really sure how they're going to respond. but I really think communication and conversation here is just so critical. You may discover that that agency owner wants to help you. I know that sounds crazy, but there's a lot of really good agency owners out there. They are business people. They are CEOs. They are doing a lot of great things. We automatically go to the negative stuff because that's what we see and hear so much of, but there's a whole lot of positive stuff here. And if you feel that loyalty to that individual from an emotional standpoint, well, then they're probably pretty good people. They're probably people that you would want to have a conversation with, even though they may feel sad or upset, right? They may even have an initial response that's out of character a little bit for them because you might be their right-hand producer. You might be their superstar and they don't want to lose that. But if they are the type of person that you have worked for to a point of loyalty and there's an emotional tie there, then they are probably a person that you need to sit down and have that bare all type of conversation with about your dreams and hopes, etc. You might find yourself getting offered an equity position in the agency. You might find yourself being offered an opportunity to buy into the agency that you already work in. There's no telling where that leads you. The only answer isn't to break away and start an agency. I know that's what we do over at Integra, but we help producers and aid exclusive agency owners and anybody that wants to talk to us start independent agencies. But that's not necessarily everybody's answer.
1: Going back to talking to our agency owners. You've got some really great producers in place. You didn't have the conversations with them up front of who owns their book. What does this look like in the future if they leave? So should I have conversations with people after a year or two talking about their futures so they didn't have that policy in place up front? Is it a good idea to try to put that policy in place later on?
0: Yes, it's absolutely important that you do that. And the reason I'm going to say that is today you have three producers and you didn't have the conversation. There is no written agreement. You just hired these folks. They're producing. You've trained them. They're doing well. You need to have this difficult conversation. You need to sit down and you need to discuss this and get it out there. The reason you need to do this now, whether you have your first one, your third one, or your 10th one, is because the reality of it is is that whatever the number and wherever you are today, there's a really strong percentage chance that five years from now, it's gonna be more. Five years from now, the book's bigger. The producer's book's bigger. The agency's bigger. You may have more producers. And did you stop the bleeding? Did you stop this problem from reoccurring? Because once you have that conversation with the producers that you already have on staff, then you start having the conversations with any new producers from that date forward too. There's got to be a stop start date to fix this problem. And I know it's difficult. And I know that you feel like it could hurt feelings or it could create questions, but it may not. We always go to this negative thought and it may actually give the producers some comfort oh, great. I'm glad we got this cleared up. I wondered what would happen to me. I wondered what the arrangement looked like in the future. And so I think you just have to have that stop and start place where you clear the air as an agency owner.
1: But Shane, wouldn't that put the idea in a producer's head to get them to leave?
0: I don't think it's a natural assumption that you're going to talk about necessarily, hey, if you want to leave one day, here's what would happen. I think it's, you know what? I messed up. That's where I would start. Because technically, you did own it as the owner of the agency and say, Look, I made a mistake. We started our relationship without an exit plan. And I do not want that to happen for us. I'm not advocating that. We're not talking about divorce here. But what I want you to know, and what I want to know on my end, is that if something were to happen, if you were to leave here, if you were to decide to do something different, I want to have something in place that clearly lays this out. That is leadership. That can be done in the right messaging and with the right tone that makes everyone, yourself and the producer feel comfortable. I don't necessarily think that the messaging is, hey, I was thinking about it and listening to this podcast the other day. And if you ever wanted to break out and own your own agency, I think we need to talk about that. I don't think that's the messaging at all. I think the messaging is we did not establish establish what would happen if you left and we have to establish that because i hope you're here for another 30 years however the reality of it is is you might not be and so we need to get that in place and we need to figure that out and here's some ideas cuz you've done the research when you have this conversation do you want to put them under a written agreement do you want to just knock down some bullet points and have each of you sign it you can be simple and in layman's term oriented but you have to start approaching that now because, again, five years from now, it's not like you're going to be less or smaller. The problem's not going to go away. The problem's just going to get bigger. Doing it while you recognize it at a smaller level is very important.
1: I'm going to leave us today with this quote from Billie Jean King. Champions keep playing until they get it right.
0: Attitude's of choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at iaforward.com.